very purposeful. Mm-hmm. And a few, there's so many things you can say about this song. <laughs> Are the pro-abortion people ever going to get a hint that, like, this isn't appealing to young women anymore? It just sounds as if she's saying there's not going to be help from the man. Um, and that's that's really a not how really it good be. point. I didn't think about that. But- Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture. Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls, girls like us, who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, pop culture, and everything in between. So let's be those other girls that just don't talk about culture, but change culture. Okay, hello everyone. You are listening to Those Are the Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. And I'm Savannah, one of Mallory's friends. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. Yes, we are. Okay, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Um, It has been about a week or so since we've had like a, maybe two weeks, since we had like a normal, regularly scheduled TCAP. I've been really busy. Some cool things going on in the future that I can't wait to share with everyone. Um, But if this is your first time listening to Those Are The Girls, I want to let you know you have found your new favorite podcast. Um, We talk about pop culture. This is a pop culture heavy episode, actually. Um, We talk about pop culture. We talk about life, we talk about relationships. But how we differ from most is we're coming at it from a Christian conservative perspective. And not just any Christian conservative perspective. Not just any just regular one. But we're girls who also like fashion. We also like um, being girls. We also um, are pro-life. So we have a little bit of a difference of us. Um, if you understood what that meant, you are more than likely a perfect audience member. If you do not, you'll learn eventually. Um, so yeah, so that's just like a quick intro of what this podcast is. I want to go over... A few now. I was trying. Yeah, I'm gonna go over a few announcements, and then for those who've been here before, and you're like, "Who's Savannah?" We're gonna talk about Savannah in a second. But before that, I want to talk about a couple announcements. Merch. We have a merch site. We have really cute Barbie themed merch. Um, we also have an app. An app is a the app is a really great place to continue the conversation. We're gonna be talking about some really hot topics, and you're gonna want to have this conversation with other other girls. And there's gonna be a topic that I think everybody's gonna love to like kind of talk about. And you're going to want to do that with people who you agree with, or maybe even people who you don't disagree with. But we can have a good, honest conversation. The app is a great place for that. We have a Patreon. If you listen to this podcast, you're like, wow, this is so good. I want more of this. You can join our Patreon. We have one show going on there right now. Also, um, you get to announcements for things before everyone else. Um, we have special merch for Patreon. And you're helping us grow the podcast. That's the biggest thing. You help us grow the podcast. These mics would be near impossible. Near impossible without the Patreon. Um, and we're going to be participating in a jump for change and that's going to on be on the website and I'm going to link it everywhere. This is, um, we're going to be jump roping myself, Elise Freeman, Brooke. I think those are the only people who've been on the podcast that you guys would know. We're going to be jumping rope for a, to raise money for the Palmetto Women's Center. Um, that's going to be exciting. I don't really have much to say about that other than I should have been practicing and I did not, so... I'm glad I have an athletic team. <laughs> when is that? When is that, Mallory? Um, the 22nd. Okay. 
So you next still week, got time. Yeah, yeah. You got I a week. I'm, got a week to a practice week. your jumping rope. Yeah. I told my brother and he was like, well, when was the last time you jumped rope? And I was like, it's been years. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he was gosh. Like, oh, up? gosh. I, was like, I wanted to be part of the team. I wanted to raise money. So, of course. Of yeah, course. you know. I You're going to do great. Everything. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but thankfully, I have a team. So I don't think we all jump. I think we just keep jumping rope. Um, so like I'll jump a little bit and then I'll pass it on to someone else. Right. Just try oh, to okay. Okay. Out. I so think it's that's not like, it yeah, no, it's not all on me. Oh my turns. goodness. If it was yeah. all on me, I'd have, I'd probably ask my brother to do it instead. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you want to donate to that, to the Palmetto Women's Center, which is a pregnancy center in, um, South Carolina, you can go to our website for that and there'll be a link for that. Okay. I think those are the, all the announcements. Um, we have Savannah and I said, you guys might not know Savannah, but you probably do. Um, you have seen her face so much on live action. She has her own podcast, Classy Chicks, and she's been on this podcast. Um, what else is she? She is an amazing influencer. You've probably seen her. You do a lot of stuff with American Women Beauty, um, Culture of Life, duh, everybody's favorite, uh, pro-life fashion store. Who else? Do you, you want to know anybody uh, else? Yeah, it's mainly, um, it's mainly culture of life fashion. I write for them. Live action. I work in marketing for them. Um, crunchy makeup. They're a natural makeup company and I've been working with them a lot more lately, which I've been loving. Um, but yeah, and I, I've been on this podcast, I think once, maybe twice. I think twice, actually. I think maybe twice. Yeah. But I'm, I'm so excited to be back. Okay, so since you've been on the podcast, anything exciting happened that you want to share with the class? Yeah, so I think I was on the podcast last, maybe in the fall, maybe before I that. I think it was the fall. Um, I honestly don't know that I was working for live action, or I might have been working very part-time for live action, because I started working very part-time in um August of last year and now I've I'm I'm almost full-time I'm not quite full-time because I have a lot of other things that I do on the side so I cannot be full-time but um there's just been a lot of things going on in our world I I actually exciting thing I am now in a relationship and I was definitely not in a relationship in the fall (laughs) so that is one really exciting thing um and I'm sure maybe we'll talk a little bit more about that and that also I mean, one of the topics that we're talking about today, I have a lot more thoughts from a person being in a relationship that I might not have been as eager to share if I hadn't been in a relationship. So um, that's really great. But I just, I'm loving life here in Florida. There's been a lot of people who've moved down to Florida since the fall. Like I have a lot of friends from back home, friends from uh, from work. One of my coworkers just moved down here. That's been amazing. I did a lot of hosting this past winter. Uh, which was definitely new for me, but like being a young person living in Florida, a lot of your friends want to come down, so that was amazing. Life's just been great. Life's just been great. But I'm really excited to be back on because I listen to your podcast, if not every time. I don't listen to them every week because I don't listen to podcasts every week, but I'll like bulk listen to your episodes. So I'll like listen to like two at once or I'll listen to like three at once. So I am definitely a regular listener to the other girls' podcasts. This is not new for me. I absolutely love it. One of my favorite. You're up there with Alex Clark's podcast, um, What in the Dang Heck. I love them. Uh, and then you, it's basically you three are my favorite podcast to listen to, so. I did not pay her to say that, you guys. She said it's all on her <laughs> This own. is an unpaid ad. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm so honored. I am so honored. I need to look into this 
What the dang heck? You're like the third person to bring I them up. I love them. They okay. are, and I feel like you. If you guys did a collab, it'd be so cool because they are so. Uh, Cecilia and then Megan, Cecilia, okay. Jean, and then Megan, and Cecilia actually grew up in right near where I grew up, and we kind. She's like four years older than me, so we like basically just missed like knowing each other. We were all in the same circles, um, and then I'm, and then we just missed knowing each other. But I like know some of her family and stuff like that and then Megan uh she's a she's a young mom and they're a it's a catholic podcast it's like catholic christian like lifestyle basically but it's a little it's not as political like it's it's not by not as political I mean it's not political and it's not super pop it's not super pop culture-y it's more like lifestyle habits almost a little bit different but I just really love listening to them I think also uh because it's cool how they connect people so I I know that those other girls does this too and I'm sure you'll do this as you continue to grow but like it's cool because I'll you'll meet someone in a different state who listens to uh what in the dang heck and you listen to that too and so it's like you have that to bond on and that's what's really cool I think about these women podcast is that we listen to them you know for fun to like find community and then sometimes we meet people in different states who also listen to them and then we have this common ground to talk about so yeah that's really cool okay I'm gonna I just follow them on Instagram and I'm gonna add them on my um list to listen to because you're like the third person to bring that up Do it. I would like it okay, yeah that's 100% cool. yeah that is really cool um, and she also has a podcast, everybody, Classy Chicks. Yes, I do. Um, and she talks about, it's similar, it's similar. Similar in nature to all these yeah. women podcasts, but it's, I would say, at, at least at the beginning, and it's it's going a little bit away from this, but it's geared towards high school and young college girls, so it's yeah. a little bit of a younger audience, because I really wanted, I didn't feel like when I was growing up, I didn't feel like there was someone, and now there are so many women in this space, but I didn't feel like there was someone in the space of not being a mom, maybe being single, not in a relationship, who was living out a Christian lifestyle. There was just this time that it was acceptable to be promiscuous. I felt. I, that's what I felt. I felt yeah. like there was this time in your early 20s where it's like, whatever goes, you know, whatever goes. And then all of a sudden, magically, you just find the right person and settle down. But like, that's not how it happens. You have to be exercising virtue constantly so I wanted to kind of just like basically give other women a platform as well as kind of be that example myself and obviously none of us are perfect Uh, I'm not perfect at all I make all a ton of mistakes but I wanted to have you know give girls the place to have that voice so definitely go check it out I love it it's so much fun not at all as established as those other girls um Mallory literally does like I admire you in so many ways, but the fact that the fact that you are put together enough to have a video podcast, I'm sorry, but that just says something about you because not everybody is put together enough to have a video podcast. I told you to say all these things. Thank you. Yeah, she definitely paid me. It's under the counter. She paid me under the counter. Just kidding. It's on my own. (laughs) No, don't check Venmo receipts. No, but seriously, thank you. Um, And your podcast is going to get there, too. I really do. I listen to your podcast as well. Um, 
and I, I catch it here and there, and I mm-hmm. genuinely like it. I do agree it is geared toward younger girls, so, and I have recommended yeah. it um, oh, thank to a couple you. people before as well. Because, no, seriously, and I think you make a very valid point about for a really long time there wasn't anyone in that middle. Now there are people in that middle, and then that right. middle is kind of becoming, um, then there's little pockets of okay if you like this type of person in the middle Mm -hmm, if you like mm -hmm. this type of person in the middle so that's good and i think the more for sure i and i think it's a positive to have a lot of options because who i'm reaching is not going to be the same as exactly other people and who other people are reaching might not be someone who wants to listen to my content yeah no and the other thing is like I'm sorry, but I don't like to just listen to one podcast episode per week. Like, if I'm going to listen to podcasts, like, a lot of the times I'll be on a long drive and I'll want to listen to, like, three at the same time, you know? Or, like, I'll be, like, cleaning and I want to listen. So, it's nice to be able to go from What in the Dang Hack to those other girls to maybe Alex Clark's to maybe a more, like, uh, live-action exclusives or something like that. Yeah. Um, So, I also agree. There's never... I don't know. People people definitely, like, w- would say that there are too many podcasts in a certain space, but oh, I don't, sure I, kinda, I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. I, I think it's cool. I love when people start podcasts. My friend near, uh, near here is starting, just launched her own podcast um, today, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing, so... Yeah, if you yeah. want to shout it out, I mean, well, I have it to, out. let me let me look it up. So she okay. is amazing. Her name is Cassidy. She just moved to Clearwater. She was actually on my podcast, and um, she is all about health, hormone Ooh. health, fertility health, wellness. She is a wealth of knowledge. We just had a like seminar thing with for all the girls here. Yes, I've and, seen it on your Instagram. Yeah, and That's it was who, amazing. Ooh. Okay. It was amazing. So her name is Cassidy Wolfel, and her podcast is, let me tell you, it's called Eat Like a Mother Podcast. Oh, cute. <laughs> so okay. she's a young mother. She's 26, I believe, okay. uh, 25 or 26, and she just moved, like, literally to five minutes away from me from Texas, but I knew her when she was in Texas, and... um. We just had like an in-person hormones health seminar. I <laughs> my saw roommate, that. My roommates and I the day, the next day we took <laughs> we took a trip to like a local like farm to get raw milk. It was so cool. Like I'm so I interested in this stuff now. But um, oh, it, it's mind. like a whole new world for me, kind of. But it's also kind of funny because my mom actually like kind of before it was a fad was into all this natural stuff. So I'm, like, going back to her, and she's like, oh, my gosh, you're interested in this now. So it's just kind of like a circling back sort of thing. But I definitely recommend her page. It's Her Instagram is uh, Cassidy.W-O-E-L-F-E-L. And she just has so much knowledge. on. She has helped so many people who are infertile. Like, literally people who are infertile, natural remedies. I mean, one thing, one reason, sorry, I'm going off on a little no, ramble okay. here, but one reason that I um, that I started wearing natural makeup is because the average woman puts, I think it's 90 chemicals on her skin per day, and that affects fertility hugely. Like, that can affect your fertility now. Like, I'm not trying to get pregnant, I'm not married, I'm not any of that, right? But... I want to have a lot of kids and I want to be able to have a lot of healthy kids. And so what I'm putting on my face affects that. 
And so I started using crunchy and I've noticed, I mean, first of all, I've noticed my skin is just like clearer. Like it's just, it's been nicer. It's felt better. But also it's natural makeup that actually works. I've had a lot of like natural makeup that I've tried that just like doesn't really work. Crunchy makeup, I'm doing a shout out to them. You can reach out to me if you want more information, but they actually work. They're reasonable prices for the, they give you such large quantities of stuff. Like I haven't even had to restock, restock and I've been using it since like December of this year on anything. Um, and I don't know, it's just, it all ties together, you know, with your femininity, your uh, hormone health and balancing your cycle. Mallory and I talk a lot about working yes. and what that looks like for yeah. women in regards to your cycle and being a woman. Um, and we talk about this on our personal time, not even like... On our personal time. <laughs> yeah, not even on our podcast. Like we, we had conversations during we our had like time. an hour long phone call the yeah. other day just about like, how, how are we as women like gonna balance like our work life because it is yeah. it's I mean I'm sorry guys but I love working as much as the next person I would say I love working as much as more than many people that I know but <laughs> <laughs> women are not supposed to work nine to five women are no. supposed to work with our cycle and so yeah. not everybody has the luxury of doing that but if you have a work from home job that's a little bit more flexible and you can do that it's it's amazing and you get so yeah. much more done and you feel so much better about yourself so you feel so much more productive so Anyway, sorry I'm talking a lot. No, no, you're good. I'm <laughs> glad you're on. Um, I think that, so at the end, we'll link all of your stuff, and then okay. um, we'll talk about it again, but I think we should just get started. We have, yes. initially we had six stories, and I was like, that's way too much, um, so now we're down to four, but I think we have a lot to say about all four stories, um, so we yes. should get started. <laughs> For Are sure, let's go. I am ready. Okay, here we go. Okay. So our first story is something that, once again, we've been saying we were going to discuss um, for like two weeks now. But I saw someone, <coughs> I saw someone posted um, a video like yesterday. So I don't feel like we're too far behind. But we're going to talk about Demi Lovato's new song. Um... If you have not seen it already, it is called Swine. Um, it's by Demi Lovato. And some of the lyrics, I'm just going to read some of the lyrics. I'm not going to play it. I don't really want to give it any views, which I actually checked today. It's not even in her top five streams. Like, I don't think it's. I believe doing it. It's well. literally a disgusting song, even if you don't listen to any of the lyrics. <laughs> right. And it's so crazy because before we get into this, I used to be a huge Jimmy Lovato fan mm -hmm. and I love her voice. I absolutely love her mm -hmm. voice. I like this quote new rock version of her. She's redone Cool for the Summer and um, Heart Attack and made it a rock version. I'm like, ooh, these are fun. And those yeah. are songs from like our childhood. Not the yeah. And um, it's really good. So it's so, it's sad. And I have a lot of thoughts on it, but it's just sad that she has decided to take this direction of her music um, instead of just making cool, fun music. I mean, La La Land, even though I don't think that was her song, La La Land, I still sing that. And I'm mm -hmm. not even famous, but I feel it in my heart. But anyway, um, back, to, <laughs> back to her <laughs> song. Okay, so the first, I'm just going to read snippets. So the first couple lines, it says, God forbid... Actually, I'm not going to read those. Look it up. The first two lines are really bad. I was going to, like, I wonder. I, you'll have to. Sorry, you guys. I'm trying to think if I should actually. I'm not going to read the actual words. You can fill in the blank in your head. 
Yeah. And you can also look it up yourself. God forbid I want to suck whatever the F word I wanna. God forbid I want to F word whatever the F word I want. Next one I'm not gonna read. There's another part where um, this part I think is really what's, um, I guess the overarching thesis of her conversation. My life, my voice, my rights, my choice, it's mine, or I'm just swine. My blood, my loins, my lungs, my noise, it's mine, or I'm just swine. That's another section. And then this is another one I wanted to talk about, another part. She goes, we got to grow them, we got to raise them, we got to feed them and bathe them. And if you won't, they will call you a witch to burn at the stake in Salem. Thought by now they'd change, but we're still waiting. Those are three sections that I think are just, that really stuck out to me. And I kind of wanted to discuss. Did Was there another section or are you good no, with those? No, I mean, that that's it. That's, okay. that's basically it. Like, if you guys, if you want to look up the full lyrics, it's not at all child appropriate. But, no, no. Um, yeah, and she, she released this song. I remember we were in D.C., so I think it was like the day before the anniversary yeah, of Roby Wade being overturned. Like, this was very purposeful. Mm-hmm. And I have a few things. Um, a few, there's so many things you can say about the song. But mm-hmm. my my coworkers and I, like, listened to the song when it first came out. And, like like you said, Mallory, like, Demi Lovato was, like, like our childhood. Like, maybe not mm-hmm. childhood, but, like, teenage years. Like, yeah. for sure. Like, her songs... We love, like, there were party songs, there were, like, girl power songs. Mm-hmm. I loved her songs. And when you watch, like, the music video, too, it's, like, you know, demonic. it's, li- first of all, literally demonic. But it's also, like, are, you know, are, are the pro-abortion people ever going to get a hint that, like, this isn't appealing to young women anymore? Like, there's all these trends right now of soft girl, like... Soft Girl That's Summer, um, like, uh, you know, just like, just like, summer Peace. vibes, like, it, it's like Mermaids. soft, yeah. neutral, it's like yeah. neutral, like, uh, there's like all this stuff about, um, like, you know, like, being calm and like embracing your feminine energy, and this is not just the conservative side, this is literally young women, like, this is mm-hmm. just trends, like, TikTok trends, all this stuff, mm-hmm. the, her song is disgusting, like, who is she? Who is her audience? I don't understand. Good the point. only people I can think of is the old, bitter women. You know, mm-hmm. the women who've been around since the overturning of Roe v. Wade, who we see at the women's marches. We don't see young women at the women's marches. I'm sorry. We just, we really don't. Mm-hmm. We see old, angry women. Yeah. So, if that's who you want to appeal to, Demi, okay. Um, they probably it's didn't just, know how to access the song, if we're being honest. Right, <laughs> right but it's like... <laughs> Like, like, literally just think in any sort of, like, a business mindset, it's not going to appeal to the people you want to. No. Um, and it's just, the song is so degrading to women in so many reasons. First of all, it's basically saying that, that the only thing women are good for is sex. That we're animals. Yes, yeah. she's comparing us to animals because she's making us into animals. Like, that's what, you know, that's what she's, like our animalistic desires, you know, she's basically saying, like, 
it it's not making it seem like you have any a choice any choice but to have sex and i think yeah, to have sex and i think point. that that that's that's one thing that's really important to remember it's like nobody is forcing you to get pregnant in the cases of rape in the case of incest absolutely terrible situations but i'm sorry we're not talking about the exception here no. we're talking about the 99.8% of other cases where you have a very clear choice, but that choice is not when you're pregnant with a child. That choice is before. That choice is when you decide whether or not to engage in sex because sex leads to pregnancy. It's natural. It's been this way for all of human history. So I thought that was that was terrible. I just want to read one thing that my coworker, she made a video about this afterwards and this is this was her thoughts and I feel like this just kind of summarizes good thoughts um a, a good response to this song. She said, uh, quote, this is a terrible song and the lyrics were written to reduce a woman to her body. Demi, do you really think that the only thing women are good for is sex, to please others and to be pleased? Are we not valuable human beings that should respect ours and our children's bodies? Defending the lives of our own children in the womb does not make us swine or pigs. It makes us strong. We have a superpower that can grow humans inside of our wombs, and it should never be reduced or mocked. I feel like that summarizes it. We yeah. we have a superpower. Like, it's just everything that she's saying is opposite. The opposite is true. What do you yeah. think, Mal? No, I agree with everything you said. I didn't even think about how the point you made about how it's so angry and mm -hmm. and it's these harsh tones in the, mm -hmm. even like the coloring of the uh, it's video. like red and black yeah. yeah yeah i didn't even think of that point but that's such a good point i mean it's not like i checked it's not even popular i haven't even heard anyone talk about it really um even no. on my like sometimes i'll listen to like other people um who are on the left who are like our counterparts but on the left and mm -hmm. none of them have even really talked about it. And yeah. it's just, it's really crazy to me that it has, that her career or hers herself has taken this kind of turn. I don't really want to talk about Demi Lovato as a person. I really want to talk, stick with the lyrics. Mm -hmm. But I do want to say that, like, um, I forgot who I heard say this, but it does seem like there's a little bit of an identity thing going on. Well, obviously, you know, with the whole day thing, mm -hmm. um, there was some identity stuff going on. And I think this is just another reason why when you are, um, and we know that she's been through a lot of stuff. Um, and we know, so this is another reason why it's so important to be grounded in the Bible, be grounded in like the word of God. So obviously we're all going to have identity issues. That's just part of being human, but you have to work intentionally to make sure that you're grounded in something concrete. And that's the word of God. And I just really, like just listening to this and what you were saying about reducing women to just being, um, like sexual, sexual objects. Really. Yeah. yeah sex, se sexual objects that all goes to just identity and not valuing yourself to be something more. Um, I wanted to add the part where she says, we got to grow them, we got to raise them, we got to feed them, and we got to bathe them. The part that's like, that stuck out to me about that is it just sounds as if she's saying there's not going to be help from the man. Because she's just making mm. it seem like it's all on the woman. And I think that that's that goes to hookup culture. We have mm -hmm. gotten ourselves into this situation of hookup culture, of um, sexual relations where you are... Um, without consequences you're just having sex wow, anywhere. yeah so then you think in your head that you're automatically just going to do it by yourself 
Um, and that's that's not a how really it good be. point. I didn't think about that, but you're right. I mean, because when you you know you know when that's so normalized in our culture that, and it's true, you know, abortion helps men. It, it makes yes. it so that men don't have responsibility, and that's scary. But it's scary. It's scary to think that you'd have to raise a kid on your own. It's scary because it's literally disordered. Like, yes. it shouldn't be like this yes. in a healthy family value-centric society. It shouldn't be like that. So that's a really good, interesting point. Yeah, I. Th- that's the fir- my first thought of that was that it's just an automatic... I mean, even if you go on Twitter, there's... You know, there was that tweet. I don't know if this person was serious, but everybody took them serious. Where they're like, uh, this girl tweeted, I wish I could have picked my baby daddy. And it's like, well, girly, like, you you did. You so, totally did. <laughs> girl, oh, you did. my gosh. Yeah, it's, was... so, it's so opposite now. You yes. know, it's just everything, when everything is ordered. And, you know, I used to be one of those people. I don't know if you remember, but, like, a couple years ago, it was very popular in the pro-life movement. And it's so not popular now, but it's very popular to say, we're, we're laser focused. I, I, I want to say this right, but we're laser focused on abortion. Nothing else has to do with abortion. Yes. It doesn't relate. It doesn't relate to sexual health. It doesn't yeah. relate to um, birth control, like adoption. It doesn't relate to birth control. It doesn't relate to fathers. Nothing. It's just abortion. Yeah. Well, in the past few years, we've just, I feel like as a culture, come to realize what, what has been true all along. It's all connected. Yes. It's all connected. We need to change our culture. Abortion is the only thing that kills 2,000 children every day, but it all stems from somewhere. So um, I think I, that's an interesting point that I hadn't really heard anyone bring out besides you, Mal, that uh, it, yeah, it, it, it's... It shouldn't be the woman only raising the child. Like, yeah. I mean, that should be obvious, but it's not always obvious today because no. there's a lot of single parents who are yes. doing their best and who are, you know, trying so hard. And it's honestly so admirable to me the way these single moms are raising their kids. I know so many good single moms, and I'm like, I don't know how you do it. But in a perfect world and in an ideal world and in a world that that values life and respects our own lives, you know, when we as women respect our own lives and our own bodies, it's not going to be us raising the children. It's going to be us and a father. Yeah. Amen. Well, ladies, um, let us know what you think about the song. Did you listen to it? Did you get kind of the demonic vibes we got? Um, Are you surprised that it's not very popular? I mean, um, let us know in the comment section. Yeah. On Let YouTube us know. Or on the app. Um, so we're going to move to the next story. Switching gears actually a lot. Um, okay, so this is by the Star Telegram. This next um, topic. I'm going to cough one second. <laughs> <clears throat> North Texas influencer Brittany Dawn agrees to pay $400,000 in a deceptive trade lawsuit. I just thought of this. Do you know about Brittany Dawn? Do you know anything about her? I don't know a ton about her. I read the story, and I mean, I have some thoughts on the story, but you can explain a little bit more about her. Let me, yeah, before I read the story, I just realized you might not know, and some people in the audience might not know. Mm -hmm. So Brittany Dawn, I'll try to do a quick recap. Brittany Dawn, years ago, before she, I think a lot of people follow her now and know her as a Christian influencer. She has her... um, she has her ministry, I think it's called She Lives 
free or something like that. You might have seen oh, it. Oh, yeah. I, no, yeah. I, I, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I know what so you're talking about. So that's who she is today. Years ago, she was a fitness influencer. And I kind of knew about her because, embarrassingly, I used to sell It Works. Um, that's a whole nother podcast, a whole nother episode. But we would use her pictures because I thought she was an It Works girly, but turns out she wasn't. Anyway, she's a, she was a fitness um, influencer. And she blew up one day and got so many orders and then someone exposed her. So there would be things like um, pay, you know, $200 and I'll send you a custom plan. Right. And then people would talk and be like, wait, my plan is exactly like your plan. Or they wouldn't get anything at all or all this other stuff. So then someone exposed her. She was on Good Morning America. I remember seeing her on Good Morning America. She said all these things. She apologized. She had to pay some people back. It was this huge thing. And then she she did all this. Uh, everybody was mad at her. And then I do remember she went to Hawaii or she went to some island afterwards. And was like, okay, you really don't care. Like, if you're just going to go <laughs> off. Um, and then she, like, disappeared and then all of a sudden she was a Christian influencer. She posts a lot of like Christian inspirational things. Um, she has the chiseled. I just look. She has the chiseled and called podcast. I've never listened to it, but I like their graphics. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. So like th- she definitely like I'm pretty sure everybody might not know Brittany Dawn, but you have seen. But you know exactly. Content. Exactly. Because yeah. I didn't know exactly who she was. And then I literally just looked and I, I follow her podcast and her like chosen, I don't know, like Christian yeah. stuff. It's Christian stuff. Exactly, yeah. it's Christian stuff. So the thing is, in her past, she like scammed a lot of people. I mean, mm. she scammed, people were very upset. I mean, she has to pay $400,000. That's a lot of money. So um, this is kind of the end of the saga, but there's an interesting, at the end, I'm going to ask everybody a question, like what do they think about a specific thing about this? But okay, let me read the article. So back to the article by the Star Telegram. Um, the fitness influencer turned Christian leader who Texas authorities said scammed customers seeking to purchase curated fitness and nutrition plans is paying $400,000 to settle a lawsuit brought by the state, according to court documents. Brittany Dawn Davis, the influencer from North Texas, who the Texas Attorney General Office claimed in the lawsuit scammed her social media followers, has agreed to the payment broken down into $300,000 in civil penalties and $100,000 in restitution, according to the court documents. Davis, uh, quote, admits wrongdoing, end quote, but says she has, quote, says she was, quote, overwhelmed by the number of customers who purchased programs from her website, end quote. Davis and the state agreed to the settlement through mediation on April 25th. According to letters from the mediator and the attorney general office of the court, she will have three years to pay the penalties and restitution and will not be required to pay the $131,320 in attorney fees levied against her if she complies with the permanent injunctions, including in the document. The court documents say the settlement does not prevent private citizens from filing lawsuits against Davis. Okay, so it's all wrapped up. That portion of her life, I guess, kind of is completed. My Mm. question is, and uh, Savannah, you answer this. Everybody listening, you can answer this. Um, When do people get a fresh start? If they do get a fresh Mm. start, 
What are some things that they need to do before they get a fresh start? Should you trust people after they've done this? Like, she wants... So I listened to... Uh, I watched, like, two of her videos. Because when I saw this, I was like, oh, this is fascinating. And I'm very fascinated by her whole her whole story. I'm very... Because, like, she... It's just... When people blow up really quick, I'm very fascinated. Because mm -hmm. I like to blow up real quick. So I want to see what they're doing so that I can do it. Not yeah. joking. But not joking at the same time. So I'm just very fascinated by it. So um, I listened to... Also, she did a, an hour-long podcast about this as well. And I had emotions going through the... Like, my emotions were going up and down through the podcast, which is... I'll talk about that later. But the thing is, she wants it to be over. And I get it. This I think everything, like, kind of happened in 2018, 2019. Oh, wow. So it's, yeah. been, it's been a minute. So she wants it all mm -hmm. to be over. She wants to start and do something different. She wants to have this all in her past. But is this something that we can we trust her like what do you guys think savannah what do you think first i think and like mm, that's hard that's interesting I so i now i'm like thinking because like i follow her like podcast and i like the i just like like the graphics or like the little yeah. notes with like the little whatever it's difficult because like for anyone at all in the influencer um affiliate like in that space, I think any honest person would admit that, like, you're selling something, and regardless of what it is, regardless of if you really like, you, it's, it's hard to do it if you don't actually really like the product, or if you're not actually yeah. passionate about it, like, it's hard to be successful in that, but you are still selling something, and there is still, especially when you're a huge influencer like her. Yeah. A huge, there's a huge monetary reward. So I think you always have to, I mean, personally, I mean, I always do question the people's intention and try to see where they got their start from, you know? Yeah. Did they get their start from um, just, you know, being like a, like, being passionate about something, you know? When I, it's it's funny because, well, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll use uh, Cecilia, who has... Who has the one that dang hack podcast it is as an example now it's a pretty big podcast she does a lot of big things if you scroll all the way down her instagram it's kind of cool because it's like they'll be posts with like 100 likes right when she was yeah. like just just a kid like talking yeah. about this christian <laughs> stuff right it's yeah. very genuine that's where she got her passion from it's obvious it's very genuine she's a very genuine person now of course she's selling things of course she has ads for things she but you trust her because it's very genuine um, someone who might not have started out that way and might be now leveraging a Christian audience because she has a big following, maybe she's doing it all in goodwill. I don't know. It, it does, it does raise some red flags and it's it, like, it's, yeah. it's hard. It's hard because you don't want to judge yeah. people, but it's also yeah. like when you, when there's a huge monetary reward, I mean, money corrupts, power corrupts, money corrupts, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's my thing, too. Like, I want to believe. I So, I truly, whenever people have conversion stories, I want to believe them. I really do. Well, does I, she have a conversion story? Like, what's her conversion story? I don't know her conversion story. See, but that's the thing, too. It's like, did she have a conversion story? Or did she all of a sudden start posting about being a Christian? I think it was the latter. Because she'll post, if on her personal... 
because um, I've seen, some of my friends have shared her stuff, so that's how I've seen her stuff. I personally don't follow her, but she'll post stuff like, um, in the past, you know those videos, with, in the past, I had an eating disorder, I was mm -hmm. an alcoholic, I was this, and then I met Jesus, and I'm not trying to minimize those. I think that God can absolutely do that. For sure. It is, it does make me raise an eyebrow, though, when I see those now. Not necessarily because I don't trust the people, but I'm just very skeptical. We Christians are very forgiving because God has forgiven mm -hmm. us, so we are called to forgive others. For sure. And we support our own for the most part. Mm -hmm. um, so I do feel like I want to believe her. I want to believe that she truly is sorry. I mean, she did on the podcast. She has said she's apologized numerous times. I will say, so I'm going to say this part. This was in the podcast. This is not, I am not making up this story. She said that when everything was happening, she bought a new house. And when she bought the new house, one of the nights, one of her first nights there, she was sleeping or something like that. And she heard someone like cock a gun or like shoot a gun or something. And heard someone say something like this B word should learn not to trust anybody. So she called the police and she went on the ground and the lady said the bear crawled to the closet and the police came, took them 10 minutes to come. They didn't see anything, but the neighbors saw and it was terrifying. And it sounds absolutely terrifying. One second, I want to believe her. But y'all, it is so hard for me to believe that someone would act that way over fitness plans. Now, if mm -hmm. someone like Lila Rose or Kristen said that, I'd be like, that checks. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're talking about abortion. People get emotional over that. But for mm -hmm. someone to do that over fitness plans, that just doesn't sound... Unless she left something... Unless I'm missing something, hmm. I don't know if people... Someone would come to your house yeah. because you did not give them their $70. So it was between $70 and $300. So let's even say $300 because you did not even give them their, $300. Even yeah. $300. They would come to your house... They would, first of all, research where you just Risk, recently right. moved. Right, exactly, yeah. Come to your house. And I don't want to say that she's not, because she's a sister. If she's claiming to be Christian, I will take her for that. She's a sister in Christ. I don't want to mm -hmm. question that. But I don't, I'm like, am I missing something? Hmm. Because that just doesn't sound yeah, logical. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't check out. Yeah. It feels a little sketch. And I don't want to necessarily, like... This section is not necessarily uh, bashing her of like, yeah, she's just so fake. I, I don't necessarily feel that way. Um, but I just wonder, like, when, like, how do we know who to trust when it comes oh, to for content? Sure. For how do we sure. know who to buy from? How do and we know, it's hard, yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, what, how do we, what are some things that we are supposed to be looking out for? Yeah. How do we trust? And then... You know, what do we do when that person disappoints us? Because yeah. I, I just, this whole saga is just so fascinating to me, especially her pivoting to Christianity and doing Christian content. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't think that her, I personally don't follow her because I just don't like that brand of like, um, so pretty and perfect, which is mm -hmm. fine. Like tons of people like that. I just mm -hmm. don't like to follow people like that. Um, and so that's why I don't follow her. But I mean, I have friends that follow her, sometimes share her stuff. And sometimes it is good Christian content. So, you know, even if she's lying, God can use that to touch someone's heart. For sure, for sure. But I'm just like, where, like, do you, Yeah. can we ever fully trust her? But then it's also like, she's a Christian, we're Christians. 
Mm-hmm. If God's forgiven her, who am I to hold it against? I mean, right. Well, of that, course, she didn't yeah. Anything to me, like that's the biggest thing. Like, yeah, she, yeah. She didn't, she didn't take my money, so I don't know. Like, yeah, but like the other thing is too that I think in these situations where it's like skeptical, you know, it is any yeah. reasonable person would be skeptical. We're called yeah. to forgive everyone, but we're not yeah. called to like listen to everyone. So you know, <laughs> if your gut instinct is telling you mm, this might not be completely genuine. I just wouldn't listen to her, you know? Yeah. I, I feel like, I feel, it's it's strange because I never, like, actually really talked about this, but I do think for me when I'm following, because Christian influencers can be tricky because I've, yes. and I think you're in a similar space that I am too, Mal, because I, I and I'm not, I'm never going to bash anyone individually, but I think anybody who's in this space would kind of say the same thing. I've followed a lot of people online for a while and then I meet them in person at uh at an event at a something I know where you're and going. Yep. there are a lot of very not genuine people there are a lot of mother influencers who all see them around their kids maybe also be trying to help in an event and they're just like mean like they're just like that's not what you put online that's not what you portray Obviously, we're not going to be the same as what we put online. No. People have told me that I'm... Actually, people, my friends are just like, you're a lot more open than you are online. Obviously, I'm going to be more open than I am online. Like, obviously, I'm not going to say all these details about my life. Right. But one of the I biggest should... compliments... One of the biggest compliments people can give me, and they have given me before, and I'm not a big influencer or anything, is that I'm... They're like, uh, what did they say? I'm trying to think of exactly how they've said it before, but they're like, you're you're better in person. Like, you're you're nicer in person. You're sweet. Yeah. Like, that's, like, some people yeah, be like, oh, that's, that's weird. But, like, no, that is the biggest compliment because, yeah. um, and I, I'm saying that from my personal perspective because I've, I've been very disappointed by these Christian influences. I can think of people in my head right now that I've met too. in person and... They're just, like, I, I, I'm not going to use a swear word, but they're just absolutely mean. And I'm like, you're mm-hmm. posted about loving God. And, like, mm-hmm. obviously we're not perfect. I, I'm never um, I'm never judging what's going on in their life, but it's like, then don't post about it. You know, right. when you're in a bad place, don't post about it, maybe. So, and then the other thing is I, I just like, I just personally like to try to scroll down to the beginning of someone's whatever social media they have and see where they started, you know? See if yeah. they started when they were, like, Lila Rose, one of the most genuine pro-life leaders I've ever met. She started live action when she was 15, not because she had an abortion, not because she was participating in one, simply because she saw an evil in the world and she wanted to fix it. You can't get more genuine than that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. um, it's like we, we... And that's why I, I'm not really a whole fan of, it kind of goes into, like, I'm not really a whole fan of all these articles lately, or, like, the past, like, six months that say, like, social media is enslaving us. Like, so, I don't think social media is enslaving us. I think we have the choice to, or social media is making all these girls insecure. First of all, I don't think children should have social media. Mm-hmm. Second of all, right. I think adults should click unfollow if someone's making them insecure. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. We have a choice. We do not have, we are not enslaved to our phones. I've unfollowed plenty of people because I admit to myself, man, their life is making me feel insecure. It happens. Yes. Like, it happens to everyone. Just yes. don't follow them. Like, just, yes. 
just follow people who bring you up because the purpose of social media, social media can be such a good, it can be such a uniting factor and it can be used for so much good. But if we're following accounts that bring us down, that cause us to be skeptical, like it's not good. So just don't yeah. follow them, you know, click yeah. on follow. They're never going to know. Exactly. And that's honestly part of the reason why I don't follow her is because, you know, she does have that quote unquote perfect looking life. It doesn't bring me joy. If it doesn't bring me joy, there's no reason I should be following. Exactly, her. no reason. And I, it was, is another um, Instagram, I guess, influencer lady that um, I was in like a Facebook group of people. I don't follow her anymore either because I feel the same way. And someone was uh, commenting about. Someone said, "I wish she would just stop posting about her life because it just makes the rest of us feel bad." And I thought for a second, mm. I was like, "Girly." We could just unfollow. Like, we don't oh have to Oh, my gosh. Keep. And the person was I, telling her to stop post. And it's like, well, just don't follow her. No. I like, hate... I. That is one thing that has irked me lately. It's people saying... That's a funny word. I haven't used the word irked in so long. I, like, didn't even know that was in my vocabulary. But <laughs> maybe you... Maybe I've heard you use it. Maybe Probably. that's why it just came out of my mouth. But um, one of the things that's really bothered me lately is these people saying like stop posting about your perfect life it's making me feel bad I'm like first of all bro like like people have said that to me before and I'm like first of all my life is not perfect second of all make your life look like mine if you want to like it's not that difficult like take steps I'm sorry I'm probably being a little harsh here but it's like if you think if you're so if you think someone's ungenuine or not making you feel good, unfollow them. If you want to be like that person, take the steps to be like that person, you know? Maybe yeah. reach out and be like, hey, what? how are you doing this? How, hopefully, they'll be nice enough to, like, help you and tell you, you know, maybe. Um, it's like, it's this victimhood, this victim mentality that we have, I feel like, saying social media is enslaving us and telling people to stop per posting about the beauty that they're enjoying like I love seeing people when they go on vacations I love I love seeing people when they're at the beach when they're you know I love seeing people in healthy relationships and you know it's like be I'm sick of this and it, it kind of goes into this like mean girl mentality I'm sick of this mean girl mentality I've always been sick of it but it's just gotten terrible in the past year and I'm just tired of this like all these girls always competing. It's like, mm-hmm. we don't need to compete against each other. We need to work together. <laughs> I don't know. No. I, I love what you, all that you just said. <laughs> great, great soapbox. Very moment. passionate. We're recording yeah. this at like, at like, uh, at like 9 o'clock p.m. Like, yeah. this is my unfiltered hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, though. Like, you're so right. There is this, like, mean girl mentality that a lot of people have, and it's part of I think it's partially also jealousy oh for sure I I think it all comes from jealousy yeah yeah and I completely understand being in a situation Mm -hmm. that you absolutely hate and wanting to get out and feel like you can't but there has to come a time and I'm speaking from experience you guys will learn more later but there has to be a time where something has to click and you have Mm -hmm. to do something something has to be done Ask God for help. And you know what? If absolutely nothing can be done, ask God to change your heart then. Because yeah. you can't live in anger and upsetness about people. And I want to add and another anger thing. Anger and jealousy. Yeah. Anger Keep and going. jealousy. You can't live in that. I want to add another thing. You said um, 
people are saying, stop posting perfectness. I'm sorry. I'm not going to post my worst moments on social media. You will not catch a picture of me crying on social media. You might catch me on a bad day in my closed story saying, I'm so mad at this. And honestly, I post in the leak quite often, especially lately. So, like, you might catch that. But you're not going to catch, like, me crying. Like, why would I want to post sad things? I want to post happy things. I want to post when I'm happy. I want you to see the moments that I'm happy. Mm -hmm. Why would I share sad? I just, I don't get that. Like, that... I'll never understand. I feel like, no offense to you as a Gen Z, but I feel like Gen Z is so comfortable with the... Oh, yeah. Have you seen that video where the girl's like, this is the moment where I had the worst breakup of my life. She she stops, get off the phone with the ex-boyfriend, sets up her camera, sits back down on her bed, and does all this, all this stuff, and it's like, what? And Why she posted that? that? And she posted it. If anything, just send it to your group chat with the girlies. They'll tell you you're being also, silly. Then yeah. move on. Also, like, hot take, but I don't think you should be using social media at all during those moments. I agree. Like, I agree. detach yourself. It's only yeah. going to make you feel worse. Yes. That's Pray a good about point. it. Yeah. Like, don't even be on social media. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I have crappy days a lot. Like, we all have crappy days. We all have crappy yeah. moments of the day. I don't. I don't. I don't like to, like, have a whole crappy day. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds no, weird. But, like, obviously, like, we have crappy moments of our day. I'm not scrolling through Instagram. Like, I'm off. Because it's, like, it's only going to make you feel worse. It's only going to make you go down a hole. Because you're going to see people getting engaged. You're going to see yeah. people being married. People, blah, blah, blah. people on vacation. Yeah. yeah. And it's also, like, kind of cool, though, to remember that, like, Maybe you're having a terrible day. If you think about it in this way, you know, maybe you're having a terrible day, but this is, like, the best day of someone's life. Someone's getting married today. Someone's getting engaged today. Somebody finds out they're going to have a baby today, you know? We're all going through different things at different times, and I just think that it's, like, we need to be uplifting to each other. And I'm not perfect at all, but I think that there's so much, like... I am a big advocate for social media because I think it has such a potential for good. But I don't think, I do think you can be very addicted to it. I do think I'm probably kind of addicted to it. But I do think that I have the boundary where when I'm having a bad day, I'm not going to, one, post about having a bad day, but I'm also not going to post about having a good day because I'm not having a good day. (laughs) And that's the other trap that I think people get caught up in is trying to make their life look perfect Mm -hmm. when it's nobody's life is perfect. Nobody's having a good day every day. And posting about it being a great day when it's not a great day. And it's like, that's not genuine. And uh, there's this quote I'm going to forget. My boyfriend told me something about, like, being genuine. And it was a really good quote, and I totally forgot it. But anyway, it's important to be genuine. And yeah. that's what it, it was like. It was like being a Christian. Like, God, like God wants you to be genuine. And, like, if you're not going to be genuine, then, like, don't say anything at all. Because it's not going to help anyone. Yeah. And even to, we got to move on to the next story, but Sorry. to, no, 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 to wrap this in a nice bow, um, dang, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> to wrap this in a nice bow. Um, I can't remember, but either way, um, that's the update on Brittany Dawn. Let us know, what do you think? Do you think that everyone deserves redemption? Do you think she deserves re- redemption? Um, use discernment when following everyone, especially Christians. I don't know what I was going to say, but I do want to say this. One thing that I think we all have to be careful with is a Christian influencer. I personally 
don't want to be described as a Christian influencer. Mm. I'd rather be described as a podcaster that happens to be Christian and she mm-hmm. lives her life that way because that is a lot of pressure that I oh, think that yes. people don't realize being a yes. Christian influencer is. Yes. Um, it's a lot of pressure and it's also um, you're going to get like un everything you're going to do is going to be scrutinized and you it you might not do it purposely but you're going to see how you have to be perfect and even though we're not there's no no one's ever perfect but you're going Mm -hmm. to feel that pressure because you have established yourself as a christian influencer that's something i would never want to establish myself as i'd rather be known as like a podcaster that just happens to be christian anyway this is a great conversation we can definitely go on and on but um, we're only going to do one more story instead of two stories because we've talked so long. But I really wanted to talk about this, and I know you did too, and I think this is a good one to wrap it up with. Um, something that, this is our second week talking about a celebrity couple um, that mm. just can't seem to get it right. So this article is from EV Magazine. Jonah Hill's ex-girlfriend accuses him of being emotionally abusive and leaks private messages. But is he really the villain? Surfer Sarah Brady shared a series of Instagram story posts and posted screenshots of Hill's text. But after reading through what she sent her, one could argue that he actually stated his boundaries uh, clearly and respectfully. I, I always forget Evie is like opinion. Sometimes yes, you just want to read like, yeah, <laughs> like what yeah. actually happened. But let me yeah. read to you guys the text messages or the big, the main one. There's multiple text messages. So let's just do the main one. Um, I'm going to read it to you. And if you follow the page on Instagram, you will, uh, you would have seen this, but we're going to discuss it even more. So here we go. So this is what Jonah texts Sarah, Sarah, his ex, who funny story. They've been an ex for over a year. Yeah. Right. This isn't even recent baby. Yeah. And he just had a baby. Anyway, I know lots of tea. Okay. So plain. Oh, sorry. I'm going to cough again. I've had this perpetual cough for almost a year now. Oh, gosh. Um, I know. I'll get it checked out one day. Okay, so this is the text message. Plain and simple. If you need, dash, surfing with men, boundaryless inappropriate friendships with men, to model, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in unstable places, and from your wild recent past, beyond getting lunch or coffee or something, I am not the right partner for you. If these things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it and there are no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for romantic partnerships. My boundaries with you based on the ways these actions have hurt our trust. Um, should we read more of the text messages or do you think we should just be that's, I think that's honestly good. Okay. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You can go first. So, my initial thoughts um, was, like, who the heck is Sarah Brady? Um, no, but seriously, I initially was kind of, like, kind of confused about everything when I first saw it. Um, and then, you know, I read the messages, uh, specifically that one. And I want to talk about that one. There's more messages. And I think we, there is a conversation about whether everything in total, totalitary, and everything in in total um, totality yeah totality. yeah totality. yeah <laughs> <laughs> hard word yeah so everything together um there's a conversation to be had about whether that is abusive i guess but if we're talking strictly about those texas text messages we have here these are my thoughts um 
first is he's very, very blunt and clear. I dated a guy once. I said this on my Instagram. I dated a guy once who was very blunt. But one thing about him is he was clear. He might have said something that kind of hurt my feelings, but I never had to question his opinion on something because mm-hmm. he was very clear. Now, whether... A lot of people don't like that. To be honest, I don't know if I'd want to date someone like that ever again. Yeah. Because, um, like, you know, people like that, it can be kind of hard. But, I mean, they're clear. So I feel like that's not necessarily a bad thing to be clear. Now, um, yeah. some of the things that he asked for. I don't necessarily think those are wrong if he had seeked a girl who had already agreed with that. The biggest thing, and I think everyone's talking about it, whether you think he's abusive or not, the weirdest, strangest thing is he initiated contact with her from a surfer picture. And then now he's saying don't post surfer pictures. Then you should have picked a girl who wouldn't post surfer pictures. Yeah. And this is a problem I see a lot. I'm going to hop on my soapbox for a second, and then I'm going to get off. Okay. Get on your soapbox. I'm going to get on my soapbox. There are so (laughs) many men who call themselves traditional, conservative, or Christian who are looking for girls who fit a certain look. And then they're thinking, I'll change her to be the character and the person that I want. And that can go either one or two ways. One way is the girl is changed. I actually have a friend who, a uh, great, wonderful mother, wonderful woman now. She actually met her, her husband um, was a Christian, a really nice guy. She met him and she was the exact opposite, wild. She slept wow. around. She was all this stuff. They met. He liked her. He introduced her to Jesus and like all this other stuff. And now she is the exact opposite. That's one way it can go. Is that common? No, but that's one way it can go. Or it can go like Sarah Brady, where women do not want to change who they've been, especially if you've liked them before. And men have got to start looking at character and then looking oh, at the yeah. I just, I think this is, like, I can't say anything about Sarah because... She, well, I mean, I can say things like I, it was very inappropriate for her to post the text messages. Very inappropriate. And personally, the things that he said, I, I didn't think were unreasonable. Um, So, you know, I can say that about her. But like, I can't be mad at her for acting this way if he knew she was acting that way when they met. That is, that's the part that's just so wild to me. Like, why would you expect her to change? That's so, you shouldn't have that um expectation someone told me this years ago i want to say it was my great aunt she told me do not date someone's potential if you see Mm -hmm. that they can be who you want them to be you don't date them date the person who already is what you want them to be and i think that's another thing that like a lot of men are struggling with i don't know how to fix them um they probably don't listen to the podcast but like that's just something you know tell your brother maybe they do Maybe they do. Tell your brothers, tell your friends that are males, like, really start caring about the character first because, you know, perfect example, that last sentence, I think that is completely reasonable. I would not want my boyfriend, someone who I'm serious with, someone who I want to be 
the father of my children to hang out with a bunch of guys that cheat on their wives, that get hookers and things like that. And a great example of that is in season two of The White Lotus. Spoiler alert if you haven't listened or if you didn't watch it. It's not that great of a show, but spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> one of the guys, um, he, from what we saw, a good husband, loyal and everything. His friend invited hookers over he didn't cheat then, but he cheated later because they kept hanging out. They kept the guy that was part of in his marriage. They were all open and oh, it's whatever. I know he cheats, she knows I cheat, blah blah blah. And then later, it's Gross. birds of a feather flock together. Yeah, you don't want you're your, gonna become your your five closest friends. So if you don't want your um, if you don't want your significant other to be like that. You should encourage them not to have friends like that. And someone told me that um, on the Instagram said that it was slut shaming. I was like, "Well, I'll say it about men too. Oh is that slut shaming? Like, <laughs> I'll say it to my future boyfriend. Like, if you do that, mm-hmm. I'm slut shaming you too. So, like, anyway, long story short, that those are my thoughts. I don't think it's like completely unreasonable what he said. I think he was very clear. I think that I also heard someone say this on another podcast. They were very obviously wanted separate things. He, if you read all the text messages, mm-hmm. he wanted yeah. a wife. <laughs> he talks about, he, yeah, in later text messages that she released or something, he talks about, like, all, all I want is a family, like, all this stuff. Yeah. And that's not what she um, wanted. No. So, yeah. as the girly in the relationship, yeah. give it to us. Well, so, I mean, you you said you said a lot of it, but um, <laughs> I, I have so many things to say about it. It was like, I, I literally read it, like, three times to be like because I my opinions on I like I'll just say it this way I used to be like two or three years ago I used to be a lot more feminist like I used to like I I really did I was always pro-life I was always Christian I used to be a lot more I don't want any man telling me what to do you know I had a period of time for those who know me where I very much did not like men. I was very scarred by my previous relationship, Mm -hmm. and I didn't like men telling me at all what to do, right? I, I thought, I always thought that the biggest, biggest issue I'd have in a relationship is letting the man lead, like being submissive. I was very much like, I wanted to be a boss woman for a solid year, and then I realized it's not all it's cracked up to be. But, (laughs) (laughs) um, so I was reading this, and I was like, you know what? Like, two years ago, I would have been like, what's a girl's name? What's a girl's Sarah. name? I would have been like, you go, Sarah. Like, you, he should not be telling you what to do. Like, no man should tell you what to do. Alex Clark says it perfectly, though. Don't date feminist women. Like, don't date liberal women. Mm-hmm. They don't want to get married. They don't want to be submissive. Like, end if of that's story. Not what they you're don't. For, if you if truly, that, if you're. Yeah. Sorry, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, if, if you're looking for a wife, if you're looking for a mother to your children, to your future children, don't date liberal women. Uh, so that's the first thing. Obviously, they were on different wavelengths. Obviously, yeah. I didn't know that. He found her through a... Through a, a, a deep from her surfer DM. His first message to her, it was a, a picture of her in like a bikini surfing thing. Oh, gosh. With hard eyes. That was his first message to her. Oh. It's like... Come on. Oh, there's so many things I can say about it. It's a, it's a problem that, like, um, that we see in conservative so- circles, too. Yes. All these, like, quote-unquote stand-up conservative guys hanging out with all these girls who, I'm sorry, they look like 
strippers. Like, they mm-hmm. dress like that. Mm-hmm. And then they want them to be these homemaker um, moms. Like, you, it, it doesn't just happen. Here. You don't just, no. you don't just, like, you don't just all of a sudden meet the man of, of your dreams and, like, change. Like, once in a while, like you said, Mal, it might. Um, yeah. But here's the second thing. You know, I was thinking about, I was like, if my boyfriend says something like to, the, this to me, or, like, like first of all, hope, my first thought was hopefully he wouldn't ever have to say stuff like that to me because I have respect enough respect for him. I have enough respect for my father even to not yeah. post bikini pictures in general, right? Like, yeah, yeah, pretty like like I you know I, I it's it's hard, but it it's is like a hard line. You know, you know, you know when it's a there's a difference between yeah. posting a picture of. Yeah, girls know, right? Like, yeah, I don't need yeah, to go through know. and explain. Yeah. Girls know that. Um, but, you know, I think that this was a man setting boundaries. This was a man mm-hmm. thinking, like, it takes a lot for men to think and type up that text, right? Like, right. most men, like, <laughs> like my boyfriend's going to give me a couple word answers when he texts me, right? Like, not, yeah. it's just a guy thing. It, it takes a, a lot for upset. men. <laughs> this is a man who thought about it, maybe wrote about it in his notes app. <laughs> thought, <laughs> that's yes. what I do. Yes. Thought about, these are my issues that I'm having with this woman, and I probably love her, so I don't want to break up with her, but we can't continue to date if she's going to do these reasonable things. If she's going to be having suggestive relationships with other men, if she's going to be needing to post extremely scandalous pictures, other men are going to have attention. Like, these are normal things. These are things that my boyfriend and I have talked about, right? These are things that you talk about in a healthy relationship. At the beginning of the relationship, At the beginning of the relationship. (laughs) I don't think that a whole text about it was really a great way of doing it. Like, I think that... That's a good point, too. He probably, probably knew that, like, any girl would probably get her feathers bushed up at seeing that because it's mm-hmm. just our instinct we don't want to be told what to do mm-hmm. um i think there are a lot of problems but i hate that people are calling these this emotional abuse yeah. there is such thing as emotional abuse this is not emotional abuse this was a man setting boundaries he was yeah. not emotionally abusing like tell me how that was emotionally abusing her it wasn't I just- I really wish we could be better with our language. Let me tell you mm-hmm. three things we overused. Emotional abuse, narcissist, and gaslight. Yes. If I never yep. have to hear any three of those words again, I'll be so happy. We use those words whenever. If you, you know, your ex does anything you don't like, anything. narcissist, gaslight. And I just, I, I wish... I wish we, and it comes from therapy. I'm not anti-therapy. I'm not. Um, I've just seen how, I guess you could say, too much therapy affects people. I have a friend who I personally think has did too much therapy, hmm. and they are just a shell of who they were. I mean, if your therapist is always telling you you're right, you go, girl, um, then you're just, your mind is going to change. It's never going to be your fault when things happen. And I just, I've seen that. Mm-hmm. And I've seen, and you can, if you read his text messages and the other ones, it's all therapy speak. Like the words he's using, mm. people say emotional abuse. They learn that in their therapist, which is a real honest thing. I'm not against that. I'm just saying there has, 
gaslight narcissist those are therapist words there mm-hmm. has to be a point where we have to use definitions correctly every yeah. single human being is not a narcissist they're just <laughs> not it's impossible Mm-hmm. Gas. I don't even understand what the definition of gaslighting is. I mean, well, I hear yeah. one person say it's this, another person, this person's using it this way. We have mm-hmm. got to be better at learning words. And I want to add, I'm not against therapy. Learning words, yeah. Learn- yeah. <laughs> learning mm-hmm. words and like... It's true, it's true. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> saying things how they are meant to be said. I mean, yes. I, think, I think it also comes from a culture of an overuse of profanity. Like, mm. I will not say that I never swear, but I try very hard to to use my words. And I'm, I'm not the greatest at this, but I'm trying to get better because I used to be a lot better at it. Um, but, it, it, you know, it comes from the crowd you hang around. It comes from mm-hmm. the amount that you use swear words, I think, is like you because this word can mean a whole ton of things and you can use it in a whole different lot of situations – we find a word that we like that gets a reaction from people Ooh, and we yeah, use that in a ton of different situations. Yeah. <laughs> That's just my thought. But, um, you know, narcissist, that gets a reaction from people. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a buzzword almost. And we use that to describe people who are not at all narcissists, you know, who no. might have been of an issue. Uh, like, gaslighting... My my understanding of gaslighting is it's making someone making someone else believe something that's not true, basically like saying it enough times to like make them believe that it could yeah. be wrong. I could be wrong, but like that's what I thought too. But I we mean, we we hear that word, so you know, we say that word and be like, oh my gosh, they were gaslighting you, like oh that's terrible. When like yeah. maybe that's not at all what happened. So we need to be careful. Maybe it was with a misunderstanding. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe it was a misunderstanding. Maybe the person had no ill intent. Yeah. There's just so we are just not using words by their definition mm-hmm. and it's causing so much disruption and is hurting people. I mean, yeah, I, the internet has been talking about this man who, here's the thing too. He did that whole documentary about his therapy last year. And I'm like, is he okay? The internet has been talking about him all week. And why would yeah. you, and I guess, I mean, I guess she truly thinks that Joni Hill is a terrible person. Because why would you <coughs> post this, cause all this stress and disruption when he and his wife just had a baby? I feel like yeah, that's so... It's, it's, it, it, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. narcissistic? I'm just joking. That's not narcissistic. It's just, it's rude. Yeah. It's rude. Um, and, right, the whole thing, the fact that it was... So long. Like, why are you... Oh, my yeah. gosh. So many yeah. issues with this. So many issues So with many this, issues. But. Well, that's a wrap <laughs> on today's episode. We have talked well over how much we probably should have, but that's okay. <laughs> but it's um, fine. We had a lot of hot takes. Yes, we did. If you would... Oh, first, uh, tell us where people can follow you. Um, if you have any discount codes or anything like that, let us know really quick. Yeah, so they can, you can find me through, my best place to find me is Instagram. It's at sav.speakslife. You can message me with any questions. Um, my podcast is at Classy Chicks Pod. I have, I can get you a bunch of discounts on crunchy natural makeup if you would like. Um, me, just message me about that. And I mean, I work for Live Action. They're always amazing to follow at Live Action Org and uh, Culture of Life Fashion. If you just like look it up at Instagram, you'll find it. So those are my links. Perfect, perfect. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, please make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe, however you are interacting. 
answer this week's question. Um, I think this week's question will be just when... I'll, I'll think of it later. Answer this <laughs> okay. week's question on Spotify and on YouTube in the comments. Um, and make sure you check out the Patreon. Make sure you check out our merch. Make sure you download the app. This will be a fun thing to discuss. Yeah. Discussion um, one. And we will have a new episode out on Tuesday after this comes out on Saturday um, that I think you'll enjoy. We're going to be back to our Saturday, Tuesday schedule, hopefully for the rest of the month and then the rest of August. Um, I guess that's it. Thanks, guys, for listening. Have a great night, day, evening. Yay! Thanks for having me on. Bye!